Kwaba, and welcome to this week's edition of Ghana in Focus with myself, Kwame, Ghanaian broadcaster, journalist, writer, podcaster, and entrepreneur. And in this week's edition of Ghana in Focus, we're looking at corruption in Ghana in light of the biggest story in Ghana this week, uh, the $1 million ansam that was stolen at the former sanitation minister's house. So we'll be talking about that and some of the issues that emanated from that uh, scandal involving Sia Dapa and the $1 million US dollars. So before we get into the podcast, just to make you aware that the podcast has been sponsored by Grow For Me Ghana. Uh, Grow For Me Ghana is a fantastic initiative that seeks to support and help Ghanaian farmers develop their farms. And so if you want to be a sponsor of a Ghanaian farmer, I will leave the link to Grow For Me Ghana in the footnotes to this podcast. Also, if you like the podcast, please share, please like to your friends, your family, your social media networks. Also, please subscribe to the Ghana Stroke Africa in Focus podcast, available on all the leading platform uh, uh, um, providers, namely Spotify, Google, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, etc. And if you want to follow me on Spotify, just look out for Ghana Stroke Africa in Focus on Spotify. Follow me, meaning that every time I upload a new podcast, it's automatically notify you of that all right and subscribe to the uh podcast on spotify so so far we've managed to get 326 uh followers on spotify thank you very much for that we want to try and get as near as 400 by the end of august so that's our target for the end of august 400 uh followers on spotify so please if you haven't yet follow me on spotify go on the uh spotify podcast Look out for Ghana Stroke Africa in focus and follow me there. All right, so let us get into this week's episode of Ghana in focus, looking at corruption in Ghana in the wake of the Cecilia Dapa uh, scandal involving uh, the theft of $1 million and other items. So corruption is pervasive in Ghana. And if you are an African diasporan wanting to live in Ghana, then you must be aware that Ghana is a very, very corrupt country. Corruption is pervasive, it's everywhere. So from the taxi driver that may want to rip you off because you are new to a country, to the uh, people at the ports who will rip you off by paying more taxes than you should do, from the housing uh, people who want to rip you off through to the land people who want to rip you off, particularly when they process your land documents. They want a look of, uh, you know, a look of, um, you know, grease of the palms before they do the work that they're paid to be done. And this is at the, and this is at the micro level. We're not even talking politicians. This is at the micro level. And so corruption is even worse in the churches and also in the government circles. And this is what today we are focusing on, uh, the the massive corruption involving the former Minister of Sanitation, Cecilia Dapa, who uh, it is, well, it is a fact now, it's not alleged, it is a fact that she had 1 million 
US dollars stolen alongside 300,000 euros as well as millions of Ghana cities and other items which I'll come on to in a minute. So this has made the rounds in Ghana this week. Shocking, shocking uh, expose. And actual fact, that actual uh, theft happened last year. And it's now brought to book and it's now uh, being investigated, so to speak, by the police and by the so-called special or the office of the special prosecutor, OSP. Now, for me, because, like I mentioned, Ghana is corrupt, I do not see anything tangible coming out of this so-called in investigation, uh, either by the police or by the OSP, Office of the Special Prosecutor, because in Ghana, you know, if you have money and also if you are in influential, uh, you know, you can buy off the court judges, court officials and what have you, prosecutors, what have you. And so for me, I do not see anything, you know, tangible that will come out of this, you know, sordid, sick, disgraceful uh, scandal involving Cecilia Dapa and, you know, one million US dollars and other items as well. And so, you know, if Ghana was a respectful country, yeah, this woman would be locked behind bars, yeah, of, of for this theft of one million dollars and some. Yeah, and also the law would deal with her. Yeah. So if Ghana was a country with in a proper structure, proper law and order, proper rule of law, yeah, this woman would be in bars by now, not on, on bail. Yeah. Because it is a travesty that you as a woman or, or as a minister. That's it. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. A minister of state, you have stashed one million US dollars in your house. How? And it's best question how did she get the money? Now, to my knowledge, a minister of state in Ghana does not earn 100,000 US dollars a year. And before Sia Dapa became a minister, she was just an ordinary MP. And if I thought the MPs in Ghana don't get paid $50,000 a year. Yeah? So, she's been a minister for around about six years. And ministers in Ghana do not get $100,000 a year. Let's say she got $100,000 a year. Okay? You've been a minister for six years. It's about $600,000. Yeah? We know you don't pay rent. You don't pay light. You don't pay electricity. You know, you don't pay for your petrol, you don't pay for your phone bill, etc. etc. So I may appreciate that you may have a lot of money stashed. But one million US dollars? One million US dollars added to that three hundred thousand euros and millions of dollars. So millions of Ghana cities. So they couldn't estimate how much Ghana cities. That was in the house, but millions of Ghana cities also. Added to that, this was even getting more intriguing. You know, there was $95,000 worth of Kenta cloth. There was also $3,000 worth of suits or shoes that were stolen, as well as handbags 
that totaled 95,000 Ghana cities or, you know, 9,000 US dollars. So I'm saying again, so the question begs, why on earth, there are just two things that come out, why on earth are you stashing dollars in your house, euros in your house, when in actual fact that, you know, she's even contradicted the banking and financial laws of, his, of Ghana, that state that you shouldn't hold money in your house? Why are you holding particular US dollars in your house? Why are you holding that amount of money? That, to my, uh, uh, you know, belief, it, it is illegal. And to see the part is not the only guardian that is holding US dollars in the house. There are many rich people, businessmen, politicians, church people, what have you, that are hoarding millions upon millions of US dollars in the house. And you wonder why the Ghana city, you know, is devalued against the dollar. When we don't respect our currency, the Ghana city, and a lot of Ghanaians, particularly the middle class wealthy ones, are, are literally hoarding, stashing millions of US dollars in their houses. So why? Why isn't there any laws in Ghana that prohibit the stashing of millions of US dollars? In the UK, you couldn't stash one million pounds in your house. You, you couldn't do that. Because the laws, financial laws that govern this country prohibit that. Yeah. So under the FCA, the Financial Conduct Authority, you as a, an ordinary person, let alone a Minister of State, you cannot stash one million pounds in your house. So how the hell is somebody like to say the power able to stash one million US dollars in the house? And yet the authorities don't know about it. So that's one thing. Secondly, as I mentioned intimately earlier, how did she get one million US dollars, 300,000 euros, and millions of Ghana cities stashed in the house when, like I said, as a, as a Minister of State and MP, she does not get paid $100,000 a year. So it begs the question, where did she get the money from? And I'm suspecting, like we've seen with this government, mass corruption, corruption of the highest level of this government. According to sources in Ghana, this government of Nana Adadankwa Kufado is the worst government in the Fourth Republic. And the Fourth Republic has spanned 30 years. Yeah? So in the last 30 years, this current government is the most corrupt, most greedy, most opulent, most, most malfeasant government in the history of the Fourth Republic. And, there, and we know there is mass corruption, mass stealing of state resources that's going on, in, in, you know, within government circles that are allowing people like Cecilia Dapar to stash one million US dollars at a house. The fact that she couldn't put it in the bank, because if you were to put one, even $100,000 straight off in the bank, the bank will ask questions of you. Where did you get that money? How did that money come about? Blah, blah, blah. And you need to fill out documents from the bank in order to, to justify how you got that one million US dollars, which is why many Ghanaians, you know, are holding money in their in the house because they either got it 
illegally, illicitly, or some other, you know, skullfuggery way of getting $1 million into your property. Hmm? So, for me, there can only be one uh, plausible answer as to how to say the part. And your husband's not, you know, he's not exactly one of the richest men in Ghana. Your husband is architect. So unless he, you know, he was bearing the National Cathedral, which he wasn't, it was Sir David Ajay, unless your husband is, you know, has a massive contract with with some European construction outside of Ghana, which he hasn't, then how are you getting one million US dollars, three hundred thousand euros, and millions of Ghana cities stashed in your house? Are you, are you are you a bank? Are you are you some kind of um you know microfinance company where you have that amount of money stashed in your property? Hmm. Particularly my Ghanaian uh, listeners, you know, do you can, how can you justify this woman having one million US dollars at their property? So if this is theft, this is grand theft of the highest order that has enabled to say the power to store one million US dollars alongside three hundred thousand euros and also millions of Ghana cities at the property. If it's not theft, then I don't know what other plausible reason is there for having this massive amount of money in your house rather than it being in a financial institution. And so, like I said, you know, and the president of Ghana hasn't condemned this uh, activity. Any leader of this sort will condemn the fact of the matter that she had this money, let alone it was stolen from her. And let me come into the fact that it was stolen. So this is why I say, I said on another platform, that Ghanaian workers are thieves, right? And I was ridiculed for it, right? And we know that some of you Ghanaians who are listening may also rubbish that. But this is the maid and servant of Sissy Adapa, who it is alleged stole the money you know, from the city of the power, which enabled her to report it to the police station. Yeah? So it tells you that, you know, this is why me personally, I'm not in favour of a maid, a cook, a, a chauffeur, a chef, what have you, because they're saying, they're saying in tree that Sa'abwebekawa efrintumim meaning that, it said, well, literally meaning that if something happens to you, somebody close to you is responsible, could be, could be responsible for that. And so, you know, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised that a worker stole that money because, like I said, Ghanaians are opportunists. Ghanaians are thieves. And this is not the whole people, but the majority of the people, yeah? You know, it, 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 it is the rule rather than the exception. And the rule is that most Ghanaian workers will steal from their employer, yeah? And there's been many instances of Ghanaian employees stealing from their employers, yeah? And so, you know, for me, it shows you how corrupt a society Ghana has become. Ghana wasn't, wasn't never used to be like this. Back in the 70s, the 60s, and even, you know, 
parts of the 80s. But since this, you know, dawn of the so-called Fourth Republic in 1993 and the way how Ghana's been uh, managed and mismanaged, you know, economically and, 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 and the bad governance, it appears that corruption has got worse in Ghana. Because even if you look at the corruption index, Ghana is one of the worst countries in Africa for corruption. You know, only countries like Nigeria, which is very, very corrupt, which is the father of corruption, or the mother of corruption, Kenya, another very corrupt country, even though it has got some systems in place, but Kenya is still a very corrupt country. Ghana also works very, very highly of the most corrupt countries in Africa. And so, you know, as a Ghanaian, I'm very, very worried about this whole issue of corruption in Ghana, particularly in the light of the Cecilia Dapar affair, because that woman should be locked, right, and, and tried before a court of law, because it is, it is inconceivable. It is an abomination for you as a minister of state to have that amount of money in your house. Yeah? Do you pay tax on that money? Hmm? And do you know what one million dollars could do, US dollars can do in Ghana? You know how many schools on the trees that we have in Ghana, particularly in the villages that we have? You know how many schools one million dollars could, could build? Do you know how much public sector workers that one million dollars could pay? One million dollars is about 12 million Ghana cities. Yeah, do you know how many people that can pay in Ghana? Teachers, doctors, nurses, ordinary workers, you know, government, civil servants, you know, people that can pay? 12 million Ghana cities. Do you know some of that money can be used to update, you know, our electricity supply and get new proper technology to stop the dumpster? Do you know that one million US dollars can be used to subsidize our farmers in Ghana, whereby we can grow our own food rather than subsidize our food. So rather than import food, you know, one million US dollars can actually pay for a lot of poor people to go to school, to go to university. You know, one million US dollars can, you know, fund a lot of young people startups in business. So I've just gone through with you the enormity of this one million dollars that Madame Dapa has has stolen from her property, and giving you the magnanimity of that in what that can do for a country like Ghana. And something closing, you know, it is again a disgrace, an abomination and tells you the country that we're living in, in Ghana, where a Minister of State can A, stash millions of Ghana cities, tens of thousands of euros, and one million US dollars without, without being questioned. Two, that a worker can steal in cold blood, cold-heartedly, that money, and has now been caught. But more importantly, it shows the grand theft that is going on, particularly when it comes to, you know, uh, the ruling party in Ghana. 
that since 2017, when they came into power, the amount of money that has been uh, stolen by government officials is staggering. And this is why Ghana is in the state that it is today, whereby we have to seek a $3 billion US dollar facility from the IMF just to balance our books and, you know, have some fiscal discipline. Again, I don't believe that this so-called, um, you know, they've, they've, they've arrested uh, Cecilia Depart on bail and the case is being looked at by the Office of the Prosecutor. I don't think anything will come of it because the rich and powerful in Ghana have a way, always have a way of uh, evading the system that they exploit. But more importantly, as a country, where is the rule of law? Where is the law and order? Where is the decency? Yeah? When it comes to prosecuting people who have enormous sums of money, you know, you could say illegally, in their properties. And so, this is just a short uh, podcast. You know, we could have gone into it a bit deeper, but it was not the case of that wanting to go into it deeper. But we just wanted to give you an a brief overview, an outline of the pervasive corruption that is in Ghana. That is that is like a cancer. That is like a, a, a you know, you know, a, a, a cancer that is killing. That is rotting, you know, Ghanaian society. And like I said, if this woman is not found guilty and does not serve time in prison, then there is no hope, no future for Ghana. Because if this woman is allowed to get away with stashing illegally without paying any taxes, one million US dollars, millions of Ghana cities, and 300,000 euros, then there is no hope for Ghana. And that is a very, very sad state of affairs indeed. And so, I hope you've enjoyed this edition, this short podcast of Ghana in Focus, with myself, Kwame, a Ghanaian broadcaster, writer, podcaster, and entrepreneur. If you like what you hear, please share to your friends, your family, your social media networks. Please subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on Spotify podcast. Just look out for Ghana Stroke Africa in Focus on Spotify. Follow me. And that will ensure that every time I upload a new podcast, uh, it automatically comes to your feed. Also, please uh, interact with myself, particularly if you listen on Spotify. You can tell me what you feel or what you think of the episode. You don't have to agree with my, my, with my views or opinions. Let us know what you think. Let us know about the podcast. And also... I noticed that uh, many of you are, you know, have listened to the uh, consultancy information that we do. So if you are thinking of relocating to Ghana, if you are thinking of wanting to buy land, if you are wanting to do business in Ghana, if you want to know about investment opportunities in Ghana, then, you know, we can give you a lot of information and we can also sign pretty to many organizations who will help you as well. All right, so if you want to book your consultation with ourselves, uh, the email address is on the footnotes to this podcast. Just drop me a quick email and we can book your consultation and we can, you know, get you going with a lot of useful information that you will need, particularly if you want to live, work and do business in Ghana. All right, so from myself, Kwame, and from all of the crew here on Ghana in Focus, it's thank you very much for listening 
and we'll see you in the next edition of Ghana in Focus.